trying to live as big as I can. Yeah. I, well, you, we, when, you, when you got on Skype, it was the right size, and then it got bigger. So I was like, oh, I need to size this down. So I sized it down, and then, of course, it always messes up. Does weird stuff. Mm. Hopefully, we only have like a couple more weeks of like weird things happening. Yeah, in the stream and stuff. Because I'm still working on making uh, my own PC. Mm -hmm. uh, on Monday, I'm gonna do round three of like buying up all the parts. There's two parts that I haven't been able to buy because uh, they have been out of stock on mm -hmm. New Egg. So if they don't have them again on Monday, I'm going to start checking somewhere else. And I still need to get my key. Mm. But hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Yes. You know what would be amazing? What? Is if I have my new PC for episode 100. Heck. That would be sweet. Which one is this? 96. This is, yes, 96. Welcome, Mark, one and all, to so episode many. 96 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. Melissa, how was your week then? Oh, see, now my, my stream deck is doing the same thing, where it's like, I hit the button, knows when the social media <laughs> things are going <laughs> to pop up, but it, it will happen at some point. Yeah, I just uh, go to Twitter, look up Melissa. If you keep searching, you'll eventually find the one that's me. How many of them one else of the can Melissas there be? in the world. One just of them will be me. Follow all of them. You'll I've eventually an... follow <laughs> Melissa. I've had an okay week. I'm still... I, I'm always exhausted by work in a way that work did not exhaust me when I was in my office. And I can't figure out what it is. Yeah. How so? I think because when I'm at my office, it is a space that is designed for me to work there. It's got like bright lights. Uh, mm. I'm next to a window. People are all, and I'm close to the front of the office and people are always coming in and out of the door. So I get a little bit of fresh air, even if I don't go anywhere. You know, there's, there's people walking around. I can roll over and talk to Carolyn if I want. Like it's a more active energetic atmosphere, I guess. And when I yeah. work here in my bedroom, not designed to be an office, uh, it's I'm closed off from everything. It's too warm. The lighting is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted by all of the things that are mine. Like I try and stay, I aspire to stay very on top of housework, but it doesn't always happen, but it does always stay on my mind. So I'll walk out to the kitchen to get, like put some ice in my water bottle and I'll just think about like how many dishes I have to do, how I should really swiffer the floors. Like, oh, yeah, I have to, I have to dust my DVD collection. It's not <laughs> even that so much. Like sometimes it is like I, I have a nice bedroom. I do. I'm lucky to have it, but I'm always thinking about like, you have to clean that. You have to organize that. So I think the, the emotional stress that my work already has Combined with, I am so actively aware of everything in my home and how that is also a work project. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, I just want to stop answering emails so that I can mop something. <laughs> That's funny. Are is is your state opening back up again at some point? Are you guys starting to to? 
Yeah, we're starting to like uh, they said that you are welcome to go into the office if you want starting on Monday and they're going to be doing a phased reopening starting in June. Gotcha. But we don't know what that means yet. And I, I wasn't planning on being back in the office for a long time, especially because it is relatively easy for me to work here at home. Like I am able to get all of my work tasks done. Like uh, there was one task I had to do that involved printing something but I think I've found a workaround for that so I do not need to be in the office like at all so I feel yeah. like I shouldn't be I gotcha that makes sense yeah we're we're kind of doing a phased reopening mm-hmm. thing I, I think they've we're, we're in quote-unquote phase one so right mm. now it's uh, 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 Iron, Iron Man, Man the Captain Incredible America, Hulk or they're, they're here yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> no, so uh, I, I guess restaurants can reopen if they have a patio, and they can oh, only do okay. their patio. Then it's only at fifty percent. So if you have, if you're like a cafe with two tables, you can only open up one table. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I mean, it's it's stuff like that. My roommate, who is a barber. Guys can see I just got my hair cut. You um, look nice. He, he, he um, they were supposed. Oh, there's the social media stuff. Now you guys know who we are. Um, so who's he- that handsome man with the haircut? Oh, there he is. <laughs> Let me follow him on Instagram for more great pictures of that haircut. <laughs> um, so he he was supposed to go back to work yesterday. We're recording this on a Saturday, mm. not our normal time. Um, and yeah, he was supposed to go back to work yesterday, and there they had booked like a month's worth of clients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday night at like nine, they told they told them, "Yeah, we're not moving forward with the next haze yet." Uh-huh. So they had to like cancel a month's worth of Oof. appointments like that night and like either reschedule them from home somehow or just be like sorry dude maybe next time something mm-hmm. um, so it, it's yeah it's it's kind of a mess right now oh oh well yeah I know that's something news. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, like, I I know that's something I'm missing. Like, I had a haircut appointment that I scheduled in, like, February that was supposed to happen, like, last week. And I'm okay now, but I feel like by the end of the month, I'm going to look like a Yeti. So I'm anxious (laughs) to to have the salon experience again. Yeah, I kind of lucked out. Yeah, he's like, I have my full setup here. He, he, so we have a shed in our back yard. I think originally it was a a garage, like a single car. Oh yeah, garage. Um, it's detached from from the house, but you can go in in there, and he has like mirrors set up. My other roommate does photography, so we have like photography lights set set up. He has like all of his stuff out there it's it gets hot in there so we have some hands on and stuff uh but just this past week on like thursday 
he found someone that was selling a barber's chair. Ooh. Now he has a barber's chair in, oh, like, nice. in, in the shed. He has his own thing, and it's so sweet. I, I He's got a home office. In. Yeah, I was like, dude, you can start your own business. Who needs to go back to a yeah. work? You can just make this your, like, Bobby's haircut salon. Something, you know. <laughs> so, good. But enough about the pandemic and yeah. everyone is still talking about all of that. Melissa? Yes. I am almost a real gamer. You got that chair. Tell me about I that chair. I got my chair. As you guys can see, if you're watching the video <laughs> version, here I am in my new gaming chair. It's so I, architectural. I, Why is it shaped like that? It's designed after like a race car. Oh. So. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's good. I I. I had a nightmare getting this chair because oh. I, I, I've, I've mentioned it here on the podcast yeah. before, but I ordered it at the start of March when I broke my uh, other chair. That was the start um, of March? It so wasn't that long ago. March. It was at the start of April. Yeah, my that bad. sounds right. But still, so they, it finally shipped at the start of May. Uh, took a little bit to get here. Some of the sh shipping details were strange. Mm -hmm. um, and then at one point, I actually tweeted UPS because I was just like, seriously, guys, you can't deliver my package? What the hell? Like, it was out for delivery on Friday, uh, and it didn't get there. Uh, and so at the end of the day, they changed the thing to, like, um, well, actually, actually, it was supposed to get there on saturday but then mm -hmm. it was out for delivery on friday a day early never got delivered so they updated the status to like hey there's been a delay in the shipping due to an emergency or severe weather i looked outside and it was bright and sunny and so i was mm -hmm. like huh okay well that's fine you know it's it's the pandemic yeah. and st stuff like that so mm. <clears throat> um they Said it was out for delivery on Saturday. Again, and it still didn't get there. At the end of the day, they were like, well, it's because of an emergency or severe weather. Still bright and sunny out. So I was like, mm -hmm. well, okay, but it's been out for delivery. It's been on a truck mm -hmm. for, like two, for like 48 hours. It's a big thing, so I can understand if they want to do it at the end of the day or something, and just like it's a big one, I don't want to do the big one right now. Mm -hmm. Remind my, my, myself out. I was like, well, it's understandable, but like it's been out <laughs> for delivery for two days, and then they don't deliver on Sunday, uh, and then it finally came on Monday, like the end of end of the a day. Huh. It together on <clears throat> Monday took like half an hour. Oh, that's Wasn't nice. That bad. But uh, yeah, it's super comfy, and I can lean back now, and my back—that's good. Hurting <laughs> any more. So, so what makes what? us a gaming chair besides the fact that it has the fantastical element of being shaped like a race car uh, seat? I was gonna say race car chair. <laughs> like it's, that's not right. It's marketing. That's really <laughs> all it is. Um, it's from a company named Corsair. 
Mm -hmm. uh, they make a bunch of like gaming keyboards and mice and stuff like that and so they have chairs as well the stream deck that we that we uh -huh. use is from a company called elgato uh -huh. uh, they are owned by Corsair, okay. if i'm not mistaken um so yeah they just make a lot of like gaming pc stuff like that um and yeah it's just the it's just the like hey you're a gamer. Why not buy a gaming chair? <laughs> Grab that Mountain Dew and come on over. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I'm I'm working on building my new PC. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, uh, I won't have to use this Mac that can barely stream things and uh -huh. all of that stuff. But I've I've started to get most of my I have most of my parts in actually have a li little bit of a change on my desk right now i have a new mouse pad a new keyboard and a new mouse mm -hmm. um, a mouse a pad desk so this what is the... my new mouse that's so futuristic show it to you melissa up there Ugh. uh yeah so it's pretty cool lights up Changes colors. I can program it to be certain colors and stuff like that. And then I have a keyboard that does the same. It's Whoa! Oh. Lights up. And let's see if we can get it on camera for those guys. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mouse pad also lights up. It's what? A giant one. Yeah. It like spans the length of my desk here and like the outside. Ram has LEDs too, so it's all like glowy wow. and stuff like that. It's sweet. It's cool. I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for all of that stuff. It's you like you're you are now inside the movie Speed Racer. Uh, one day, yes. <laughs> I've actually never seen Speed Racer. God, you gotta watch yeah. Speed Racer. It's a triumph. <laughs> Get the highest, the biggest clearest most saturated tv you possibly can and then watch I, speed I racer 4k ultra hd right. big big one so i i Good. just need to be like well t tvs like this on. were made for the movie speed racer yeah yeah so one day i will watch i i actually thought you were gonna pitch that one uh this past week on the on the review Ooh. show because you were like I want to pitch movies that are like you, you said animated. And I was like, that's mm. kind of it, mostly. It's, it's more computer than person. So yeah. Animated. But uh, yeah, you you were like, I want to pitch like visually stunning animated stuff. Is gonna pitch Speed Racer because I know she's mentioned it. No, I do want to watch Speed Racer again, but I want to watch it with my family and friends. Like, Jack's never seen it. So we were going to have Jack over to our Ooh. parents' house the next time. Because our parents were supposed, months ago, uh, in a more innocent time, our parents were supposed to go on a road trip for Easter weekend. They were going to take the okay. long weekend and go visit our uncle. Yeah. Which means uh, the house is just for me and my brother then. I drive over there and I just spend all day at their house watching things on their big TV. This is the arrangement. Yeah. They know this. So we're going to have Jack over. We're all going to watch Speed Racer on the 60-inch TV. Nice. So I'm not going to watch Speed Go Racer Speed again Racer. until I can do that. Go Speed Racer. 
go speed racer go yeah. um you you guys have seen those like plastic cups that i drink yes from here on the podcast that you're like kyle you're not a three-year-old why do you <laughs> own those uh, to, to which i say i, I at, at heart i am a 13 year old boy so that's like, okay i've got these I mostly drink out of McDonald's collectible Shrek 3 glasses. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but so I I bought those at the dollar store mm-hmm. years ago. And I've kept them probably for way too long. I don't I don't think they're supposed to technically last that long. <laughs> they're but, next uh, to disposable. Right, yeah. That's what they're supposed to be. It's like you, you know, your five-year-old is having a birthday party. <laughs> you buy these cups. Yeah, this they're is a cup each. you can just leave at grandma's. Let grandma collect seven of these. Yeah, but um, the dollar store also had a book section. Hmm. It was like random paperbacks, coloring yeah. books, children's books, and they had comics. Like every once in a while, they would huh. have comics. I remember noticing it at one point because I think they had some like Transformers comics or something. It was something that I wasn't interested in. But I noticed like in the pile of all all, all that stuff, they had a trade paperback of volume one of Speed Racer. And it was published by IDW. And this was like a legit like go to Barnes and Noble Hmm. and get a graphic novel and stuff like that. And I was just like, I have no interest in this book, but it's a dollar. I like I, I yeah. I'm just gonna buy the book. So now I have Speed Racer Ooh. on the bookshelf. Find me. Yeah, so it has the like hollow, I guess kind of shiny. Ooh, yeah. Look at him. Plastic art. That is just a like great piece to have around. Rushed. Yeah. No, that's definitely. I'd pay $8 for that. Yeah. It's normally, well, I guess they covered it up with a sticker and I haven't taken it off. But I would expect like 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's know. a good looking book. Yeah. So there you go. Speed Racer Volume mm-hmm. 1. Yeah. I want to ask you about your bookshelf because there yes. you have a lot on there. You've got nine cubes of graphic novels over there. Yeah. Uh. Well, eight and a half. Huh. The the one that's down in the corner there isn't. Okay. Okay. Now, are these all? Do you just get things and then never get rid of them, or is this all stuff that you have deliberately curated? Like, I want this in my collection. This is a display piece. I need to have it's, this. It's mostly that, but not exactly. Okay. Um, it is comics that I like, and I know that I, that I like. I want mm-hmm. this one. Um, it's also just kind of like. Yeah, it's, it's like my favorite series, but I also have some of the like Marvel and DC event mm-hmm. books. So it's more just like, hey, these are kind of the loose like plot th- yeah. threads of the entire Marvel universe. 
stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's some on there that I, I, looking back at it, I was like, why did I buy that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, or, or like I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He's, well, I'm a big fan of Spider-Man in general, but Ultimate Spider-Man, those comics were fantastic. That's the universe that Miles Morales eventually came out of and all that stuff. And I, it, it was really cool because it was like a modern day retelling of mm. all of the Marvel universe, but they put their own spin on things. So it's not uh-huh. exactly how it, it, it was. Um, there's there's all sorts of changes and stuff like that, but uh, it was it was one of those things like Marvel normally puts out a ton of books each month, and it's very difficult mm. to keep up with the entire universe. Um, but they had their Ultimate Universe, in which they had like three books, maybe yeah. four. So it was like I'm gonna keep up with all of that stuff. I loved it. Like the the ultimate year universe for the most part was fantastic and then eventually went downhill very fast mm-hmm. um but yeah i was like buying up ultimate x-men stuff and oh, melissa those first couple volumes <laughs> of ultimate x-men are not good <laughs> <laughs> Or like every once in a while on like free comic book day or something when all the comic shops are having sales or something. Mm. I'll be like, well, I heard that series was good. So I'll pick up. All yeah. Them. Okay. I'll be like, okay, it's not for me. But... So okay. I have a lot of good, good, good stuff. So you'll keep Getting stuff it. that you're not a huge fan of just for the sake of completion. Uh. I, I mean, I never completed Ultimate X-Men. <laughs> I bought the first two volumes and was like, yeah, I'm not going to buy the rest of this. Mm. Um, but I'm, yeah, I like, I would love to have all of Ultimate Spider-Man. Actually, in the video right now, mm-hmm. I think you can see it. It's red ones right over my shoulder here. Yeah. You're looking on Twitch there. Melissa, I'm not sure where No, I can see him. Are you? Yeah. Those are Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate Collections. I have the first eight of them. I think all of them, or the first seven. Seven. Um, which is baffling, because that's not complete. <laughs> that uh, is a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot, but there should be like maybe ten of them total, I think. Um, somewhere around but yeah it it's not a complete set and marvel really has no plans as of yet to like continue publishing Uh. them in that format so it's like i why like uh, oh oh well the Mm -hmm. woes of comic book publishing (laughs) no i feel you i've got i have a pretty curated book and movie collection in that I used to buy a ton of stuff. Like if I saw something on sale and I mildly liked the film, I would pick it up. Also because I just like special features. I like commentaries. 
I, I have a DVD of The Mask I've held on to for a while, saying one of these days I'm going to rewatch The Mask and then listen to whatever the director's commentary for The Mask is. <laughs> I was actually reminded of The Mask yesterday mm-hmm. because you and I are working on some plans for some Patreon ah, yes. e- e- episodes of The Reactor Core. Yes. Um, and we're open to do some kind of like trailer discussions on mm. movies and, and, and stuff like that. You guys hopefully will see those very soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to record them. We were going to record them this weekend. I don't know exactly what our plans are now since this yeah. got moved to Saturday. We'll mm. figure it out. But uh, yeah, I was looking through trailers of different decades and I saw Son of the Mask. Oh my God. There. God, the mask. I did watch the original <laughs> mask trailer. Yeah. That's a candidate. If you need a, a trailer for the 90s, I might suggest the mask. It didn't make it onto my list, but I think it could be interesting. Because what we're doing is we're doing three bonus episodes going back and watching old movie trailers and talking yes. about just the art of the movie trailer by itself, kind of separate from the films. If, so we're doing if, an episode. If, if we can find connections and yeah of like this is what they did in the 90s with movie mm. trailers and stuff like that so yeah so we're doing an episode each for the 90s 2000s and 2010s Fantastic. that should mm-hmm. be fun yeah i'm looking forward reactor to this core, though yeah me, me too i like i the reactor core has kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit unfortunately it's when we do sporadically anyway yeah um, but it's, it's, it's one that's ca- kind of difficult for us to keep up with. And I've like, in the back of my head, I've always been like, I love the name of that show, but I mm-hmm. don't know if we've found the right format yet <sighs> for that podcast. So I hopefully one day down the road, it will continue to grow and mm-hmm. change and we'll find something that's like, yes, this is it. This is exactly what we need to do with that uh, show. Speaking of the mm-hmm. horror, sounds like you and I might do one on Scoob. Yes. I'm kind of excited about this. It came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Have, have, have you watched it yet? I haven't yet. I didn't even like I I didn't know it was coming out until it was already out there. And there was like an ad when I turned on my smart TV or somebody mentioned yeah. it to me. I, I was not prepared for the news. Maybe they dropped it suddenly, like Beyonce's Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> they beyonce it. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm excited for this because I am a big Scooby-Doo fan. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will always watch any variant of Scooby-Doo. Not all of them are great. I don't make a point to watch many of them. There's plenty of them that I've missed. But like, if it's easily accessible, if it's right there in front of me, I'm always going to go for a Scooby-Doo. I have quite a chunk of Scooby-Doo in my DVD collection. There you go. I've got an old soft spot for it. When I bought Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, that series had such a messy DVD release so I have like, it's a two season show. There's two seasons of 26 episodes each. Okay. I have like six DVDs that it's like the first six episodes, episodes like seven through 13, oh. the back half of it, season one. When did it come out? It's premiered and I think like two, it's, it's when I was in college. So I think like 
2010, 2011, something Maybe. around there. Yeah, it was. I, I remember back in like middle school and high school that, mm-hmm. that would happen to like family guy or robot chicken where it was like, hey, here's episodes seven through 13. And it was just like, what? Why would anyone just buy these specific ones? And you would have to get like the they would come out in chunks of like here's one through six, here's seven mm-hmm. through thirteen, you know, and all of that stuff. And then after it was all done and all completed, then it would be like, okay, now you can buy the like season one collection. It was just like, why would I? I thought they stopped of, doing that. A lot of cartoons used to do that. Like I think. Like Adventure Time and Regular Show when they started. It was like you can buy a DVD of these like 13 selected episodes. And then eventually we're going to collect an entire season. But I don't know if anybody uh, was paying enough attention to Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated for there to be nice (laughs) entire season collections. Like I love Phineas and Ferb. But the only way to own that was like here's a DVD of one of their like hour long made for TV movies. And then like three assorted episodes they threw on as bonuses. Like there weren't any season collections or arc. Well, it's not a show with arcs, but you know, not like a here's 20 solid episodes or something like that. It's so messy. I wish. (laughs) And I know it's made for like, here's a cheap DVD you can buy for like 12 bucks for your kids. They're not making here is the nice, well-designed box set for the adult fan of this cartoon. I, I feel like that would be better still, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, sure, it might be a cheap DVD you can give to your kids. And, it's, you know, it's like, all right, it was five bucks, you know, and you get yeah. three episodes of thing. But I, I just feel like there it prolongs the work unnecessarily. Yeah. They have to make like four different covers instead mm-hmm. of one of them. It's just like, just wait t- till it's all out. I don't know. Oh, like, the DVDs themselves will still be a mess, but I've thought about like buying a plastic case, seeing if I can buy just like uh, plastic you, yeah. empty box set cases that have got like the little arms in there to hold multiple discs. And Probably then just can. like designing my own box art for the outside or like working with some artist friend to do it so that even if you open up the box and it's like this disc has six rant like six episodes on it and the next disc has like eight episodes on it it'll be a mess inside but it'll look like something legitimate from the outside (laughs) yeah exactly um i i feel like that's more a hold over for um VHS when it, mm. like there like wasn't much space and they could only put like hey here's three a- 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 episodes of Dragon Ball Z yeah who knows if they're in order but it's just <laughs> like here's three of them I still have uh the three episode Pokemon tapes from when I was a kid I think I kept yeah, a couple see. of those when I got into X Files in high school like, I think one of my dad's friends or somebody who used to be into it lent me a bunch of their old VHS tapes that were like two episodes. Here's just two X files. And I don't think they were consecutive. Weird. Arrange. I really about Scooby-Doo comics. I started reading Scooby-Doo apocalypse. I still own 
several issues of that. That's been something I've been wanting to pitch on the show. But the last time I looked it up, I couldn't figure out what the delineation point was. Like, where was a good stopping point? Where an arc broke off? I gotcha. Yeah. I Like, I want to read it, but I have no idea how much of it we should read at once. I don't know if they're on here or not, but uh, DC Comics released over 253 <laughs> Scooby-Doo <laughs> digital comics. Yes. So if, if you guys want something to do uh, while you guys are stuck at home, they have a bunch of stuff. All right, so it says that it is uh, the Scooby-Doo series from 1997 through 2010, issues 33 through 84. <laughs> yep. uh, what, what are in those first Scooby-Doo 32 episodes? Right, yeah. Uh, and then the Scooby-Doo team up from 2013 onward issues one through 99, uh, as well as volumes one through six, which is I'm sure just the collections of yeah. most of that stuff. Um, and then Scooby-Doo, where are you from 2010 issues 40 to 103? <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, that's it. So no Scooby ap- apocalypse in dang that but still yeah that's that's a lot mm-hmm. you guys want some scooby-doo go check out these comics they should be it says they're available through september 7th uh and they're available on dc universe as well as comiXology kindle and other digital platforms oh cool scoob yeah always reliable scoob <laughs> like let's go make a sandwich i'm glad you're down to talk about scoob with me because i would yeah. want to talk about it i have a lot of thoughts and feelings on scooby-doo i i, I remember when this trailer came out and i was like that actually looks kind of good yeah like the I- 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 animation looks fun Mm-hmm. like i think i think i might want to watch scoob yeah Hopefully we can record that this next week and get that up, and then we'll have the Patreon-exclusive episodes of the Reactor Core also starting to go up very soon. Yeah, big progress. Exactly. Yeah, and then I guess coming up for the Reactor Core, there's Artemis Fowl next month. Oh, true, yeah. And then uh, the news broke this week that Disney Plus is releasing Hamilton on July 3rd, which was originally supposed to be a theatrical release, like, next November, November 2021. That's right, yeah. Huh. Interesting. And so, yeah, so what What exactly are they doing with that Hamilton film? Is, is it, like, just them filming the stage? Yeah, There's, it's just a... It's a okay. It's a concert film with the original cast. It's like gotcha. the cast you know from the soundtrack album. Yeah, and I had no idea they had even already filmed it because, like, when I heard this news, they were doing the movie last year. The date was so far out, I figured they still had to, like, get everybody together, you know, get the costumes back together, like, run through rehearsals again and then still do it. I had no idea this was already filmed and in the bank somewhere. But I was listening to a Disney podcast that was saying that that release date was probably so far out originally to... Like, give some more space to the stage show to, like, not kind of bite into that market mm-hmm. as early on. But now that there are no stage shows for anybody to go visit, 
Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's just go ahead and release it now so that people remember that musicals do exist. Maybe then they'll want to see it when musicals are back. <laughs> Funny. Mm-hmm. What, what property would you want to see as a musical that is not already a musical? Ooh. Uh, uh, almost anything. Well, there's been uh, a lot of 80s movies turned into stage musicals. Like there was the Groundhog Day musical that was at the Tonys a couple years ago. The movie into musical transition is an interesting one. There's a Beetlejuice musical that seems pretty cool. I listened to the soundtrack for the Mean Girls musical. Oh, more of those I am always intrigued by. I think Coming to America would make a fun musical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I I don't know. I, I well, I mean they already did a Spider-Man musical. Do it again. Like try it again. Try a, a different they, they variant of that. I am that. I am legitimately upset that there is except for Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, there is no intersection between superhero and musical. It's that and a holy musical Batman from the very Potter musical people. And like uh, the, I think there's a singing villain in one of the Batman cartoons. Uh, I mean, there's an episode of Batman the animated series where Batman sings. What does he sing? I, I don't remember what song he sings off the top of my head, but yeah, he's at my like smoky jazz. Ooh. I think I think that's the one where Wonder Woman gets turned into a pig. What? Or something. This is, it's a no, hold on. Episode. Hold on. This is Batman the Animated Series. The Animated Series, yeah. What? In yeah. that one, they did this. The serious yeah. one. The noir yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> or it might be an episode of Justice League. That makes more sense. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't really I think the episode I'm thinking of is from, like, The Batman, maybe? Or maybe Brave and the Bold? It's a supervillain called the Music Meister. He makes everybody sing. That's the... Daba D? Daba Die? No, not that one. Oh, beans. Um, Little Piggy. Justice League Unlimited, so not Batman. Came out August 28th, 2004. Uh, is the fifth episode of the first season of Justice League Unlimited. Um, And let's see. Wonder Woman accompanies Batman on a stakeout in Gotham City based on a tip that Intergang plans to steal the Rosetta Stone. (laughs) As they wait, she notices many young couples together and starts to flirt with Batman. Hmm. Uh, however, all her attempts to flirt are rebuffed by Batman as he emphasizes the differences between them. When the robbery occurs, they find the thief is actually the sorceress Cersei, a mortal enemy of Hippolyta, Wonder Woman's mother. Although banished to Tartarus by Hippolyta, she has now been paroled, and uh, and her first act of freedom is to transform form Wonder Woman into a pig. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess 
Spirited Away has taught us you can tell a serious story where somebody gets turned into a pig. Uh, looks like Batman enlists the help of Zatanna. They lose Wonder Pig. Batman calls on the aid of Bawana Beast, Red Tornado, Crimson Avenger, the elongated man to help locate her. Um, Can I ask you about the uh, elongated man? Yes. What does he do that's different than Plastic Man? Uh, I'd, probably not much. Uh, same, yes. Like fellow Justice League member Plastic Man, he had the ability to stretch his body to tremendous lengths. So, uh... <laughs> lengths, but not widths? Is that the difference? Let's see here. Plastic Man to a long-gated man's only he could not turn a vase or other complex oh okay all right plastic man can like ch change into objects that's right okay and i guess elongated man is more of like a reed richards like i don't like reed richards can become yeah. like a trampoline or a parachute but he's not going to be like a car well, right uh yeah no he's not going to be a car plastic man could potentially be a car Plastic Man could be anything like he complex. wants. But uh, elongated man, is the, uh, also like the difference be between him and Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic is like super scientist, extra smart, like all yes. that, that stuff. Elongated man is like a wannabe d detective who's not very good who's more of a joke than he okay. is like all that stuff and he's just like ha ha now i'm here <laughs> <laughs> the best opening line for any superhero could you imagine it's end game it smells like we have a mystery <laughs> it's end game you're in the theater watching the culmination of the infinity war saga the avengers are on the battlefield it looks like all is lost a sling ring portal opens up and you hear sam wilson's voice say ha ha now i'm here <laughs> <laughs> that'll show him <laughs> <laughs> i just talk like this now we all got snapped and now we come back all of us talk like this great <laughs> yeah so they i i forget what happened here uh batman eventually finds well let's see here uh oh right Back to Piggy. <laughs> Weren't we talking about musicals once? We'll get there. Okay. We're circling back okay. around. Uh, Batman and Zatanna re request the aid of Themis, who brings them to Medusa. Cersei's former cellmate reveals Cersei's burning desire to perform at the amphitheater on Mykonos. Um, on Mykonos. Meanwhile, the transformed Wonder Woman attempts to escape from being processed by uh, frustrating a butcher's efforts to capture her. Blah, blah, blah. Let's see.
Batman suggests making an exchange for returning Wonder Pig to normal. Cersei, intrigued, agrees to transform Diana back, but only in exchange for something incredibly precious from Batman. Something he's concealed and can never be regained when gone. <laughs> he pays the price by revealing a suave singing voice what? in a performance of Am I Blue? So touching, it moves both Zatanna <laughs> and Cersei to tears. Cersei returns Wonder Woman to normal just in time for her to escape the slaughterhouse. After his performance, which receives a riotous applause from the amphitheater's crowd, Batman thanks Zatanna help afterwards in the league watchtower wonder woman claims to not remember much of what happened and asked if she missed anything to which batman nonchalantly replies not really <laughs> however as she walks away wonder woman reveals she knows he sang at the amphitheater when she suddenly commences humming i am i Blue. At first, taken by surprise, Batman ends up smiling. Oh. <laughs> that's a great one. I can't believe that's a real episode of Justice League Unlimited, because that show, I never really watched it, but it seemed... It's so good. Like, not as serious as Batman the Animated Series, but still, like, a bit more dramatic serialized there's real emotions there's real stakes here and then there's an episode where wonder woman gets turned into a pig and batman has to sing their way out of it am i blue <laughs> it's wild no to think that christian bale among our more serious batman has a musical theater background he was a newsie so if there was a batman most likely to sing it is that one but no, it was Kevin Conroy. Wow. Let's go back to this. What superhero story should be a stage musical? Not like we're going to do a wacky musical episode of one of your cartoons. What else should take the stage? I feel like Doctor Doom would be a good <laughs> opera. Yes! I want that! <laughs> the tragedy of Doctor Doom. Or like any of those... Uh, <laughs> any musical set against a war anything from like uh, sound of music to south pacific but it's just i i yeah I, I feel like that that makes it but like that's almost too good to be true mm. you know like mm. i can see captain america do doing that anyways oh. which they kind of did in 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 the captain america movie right yeah with them and all of that stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be interesting to see an X-Men. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. About, like, what's it like to be at this basically boarding school with all of these yeah. people and stuff it's, like that? It's just spring like, awakening, but they're all mutants. Yeah. I'd like to see an Ant-Man stage show just to see how they would do the stagecraft to make him change sizes. How they'd use various special effects and screens. Interesting. Yeah. I believe in the, the prowess of the people of the stage to make such a thing happen before our eyes. 
You will believe a man can be big and small. We've got these biopic musicals, the like the jukebox musicals, stuff like uh, Jersey Boys or something, or like the um, the Cher musical or the Carol Kane musical, where you look back on a person's career, you tell yeah. their true story with their songs. I would love within the Marvel universe that while like Captain America was in the ice, somebody made a musical about him stringing together all his like USO show numbers. It's so, like Steve Rogers go. like wakes up from an iceberg and he goes to like an off Broadway theater and sees somebody playing himself <laughs> in a musical of what his life has been up to this time. It's, it's like the Avatar, the, the last Air <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of which, that's now all on. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? Like, I I, I t- tend to want to see villains. Oh. Musicals about you've, villains. You've got a point there. It's, How- it's so d- dramatic and there's so <laughs> much just like, woe is me. Why me? A Lex Luthor musical called How to Succeed in Business Without Really Flying. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, man. Alice would make a good one. I, uh, I feel like Superior Foes of Spider-Man is a good one. God, is I there, would... Yes. There, they're just bad at doing their job. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be fun. Loki, of course. Loki, yeah, that'd be that'd be entertaining. I feel like out I of so. all the main uh, MCU branches, like Thor is the one that really has to be a stage who, musical. Who who played him in Thor Ragnarok? Wasn't it like Matt Damon? I th- maybe, and one of the other Hemsworths was in there. And Sam Neill was Odin, I think. Oh, I'm going to watch Ragnarok again in the coming weeks. Oh, good. Uh. Yeah, I've been rewatching some MCU movies Uh, since I got this new TV last week. The first movie I broke it in with was Doctor Strange. Visually dazzling. Clear choice. Immediately after Doctor Strange, I'm like, well, now I have to watch Inception. I watched both of those in one day. Uh, (laughs) What a trip. And then I've rewatched the Guardians movies over the last week. I watched Guardians okay. of the Galaxy on Mother's Day because it seemed appropriate. Good on Mother's Day one, yeah. Yeah. It's been good. I want to rewatch all of them during this this time. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Has the like world bending visuals that you... we first saw in Inception. Mm. Kind of. And on this week for the review show, we're watching yes. Paprika. Yes. Wild. I was so excited tomorrow to com- compare uh, Inception and Paprika. <laughs> this yeah. is inadvertently also going to be a backdoor compare contrast episode because I just watched Inception last week. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm excited. Man. So what else? Have, so you, you've been watching some like MCU mm-hmm. movies. Have you been putting stuff on while you work just to have some background uh, noise? Sometimes I do. I put on a lot of uh, Bon Appetit, the the cooking videos, because like that whole cast is just so charming. It's just like good comfort food stuff. 
And the thing about those videos is that it's a lot of them cooking and then just like a lot of them talking and explaining things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So there are, it has a good amount of moments where I don't have to be looking at the screen or like if they're cooking a recipe and they're doing the same version of it over and over again to try and refine it. It's like, well, I watched you uh, make this the first time. I don't have to watch every subsequent gotcha. one. It's like those are pretty good for I need to put something on while I work on something else. That's good. I have been watching a lot of home organization and decor videos. I want to get real organized, Kyle. That might, you know, that might be factoring into you like walking out in the living room being like, how many dishes I need to do. I need to organize that. All the dishes in my living room. Like if you stopped watching organizational (laughs) stuff that is motivating you to organize that stuff, (laughs) maybe you wouldn't think about it as much. I need to think about it. This is the deal. Like it's, it is ultimately for good. I just kind of wish I could like make my brain stop thinking about it for like eight hours of the day. Like I can't just flip a switch where it's off for eight hours on for eight hours. Like it's just on all the time. But the thing is, is that if I do all of it, then I won't be thinking about it. If I go around and clean and dust and organize everything, then I will walk out from my home office in the middle of the day to get a snack and be like, ah, yes, I did all that work already. Now I go back to emails. Mm -hmm. I've been, I, so I finally watched season four of Money Heist. Oh, how's that? Did I get that money? It it was awesome. Um, Good. They are doing another season. It seems like the story did not Mm -hmm. end, which on one hand, sweet i get more money heist on the other hand though i kind of just wanted it to end there yeah that would have been a great stopping point um which we i i'm sure we talked about it when we covered it on the reactor core Mm -hmm. uh we covered the first three seasons of money heist or at least i did and i explained it all to you which are by the way that episode is it still the winner has like oh my it almost has a thousand downloads Heck. on just podcast services by itself huh and it it does fantastic on youtube as well 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 well, well, well. let me and get in here and how much right now uh top episodes number one is money heist come on load oh hey mm-hmm. it already passed 1000 it's at 1016 cool downloads our next one underneath that is episode one of the whatnots podcast <laughs> the black tapes with 378 downloads wow we had to bulk some of these up like i <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn here, but there's got to be like several hundred people out there that would like to listen to more of our episodes. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully. (laughs) So the, the only ones that we've done that are on our top 10 most downloaded podcasts since we moved over to Simplecast is Money Heist. Mm -hmm. Episode 14 of the Reactor Core. Uh, and then Umbrella Academy is Ooh. in the number five spot, which is. Aren't episode... we supposed to get another season of Umbrella Academy soon? 
That's a show like I soon. Good, good. Because that's like a show I do still think about and I'm very excited for more of it. That was episode 50 of the review show and that Mm -hmm. has 216 downloads. Okay. Money Heist, though, is killing it. Heck. Has the international appeal. It does. The whole globe over. Love money, love heists. Yes, season four of Money Heist was good. I kind of wish it would have ended there, mm-hmm. though. I, I'm worried that they're dragging it out too long. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because um, seasons one and two was 16 episodes total. It was like two, eight episodes, seasons. And that was perfect. It wrapped it up, uh, and it was great. And that's why we did the actor core on Money Heist because they were mm-hmm. like season three, and I was like, "Wait ah. a minute, what? They wrap <laughs> things up? Like this makes no sense." And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is great! I love it!" <laughs> um, yeah, and so I was thinking that season four would then wrap things up again, but yeah, no, <laughs> they're still there Ooh. doing their thing. So that was good. And I started, I watched episode one of season three of Babylon Berlin. Okay. So another show on Netflix that I really enjoy. More crime? It's a detective show uh, set in in between World War One and World War Two Germany. Okay. Uh, season three started with the stock market crash who um and then it does the like two weeks prior and so you're gonna see the events of like how it got to that Ah. which is neat but yeah that's a really good show if you guys like detective shows stuff like that and it's beautiful it is Mm. beautifully shot yeah that's that's good. That's that's kind of what I've been up to, though. Nice Watching stuff. Wait, that's my good. Computer parts. Yeah, I, I watch. I clean. And uh, I read sometimes. I cook. My roommate's mom gave us a ton of food, so now I'm like doubled up on my baking supplies. So we're gonna nice. bake a next time she has a night off work. We're gonna make like a ton of cookies, and I'm very excited. There you go. Yeah. Good. Melissa, you wrote down on our sheet here a question. Yeah. I'm assuming this has to do with us talking about lamps right before we started recording. We're just like, what is your favorite lamp? Because, like, I have a favorite lamp, and I'm wondering, like, this is not a topic people talk about. Nobody, you know, you're not hanging out at a bar with your buddies, and it's like, all right, this is my favorite movie, my favorite album. (laughs) This is the lamp. lamp. Favorite lamp. (laughs) Do you have a favorite lamp? Because I do. No, not really. I I mean, I I, I have two lamps here to to light my face and stuff like that for the podcast. And they're on the, Important. like, scissor arm thing that, like, my mic is oh, on. Oh, okay. I can kind of rearrange them and them where I want. Um, 
then I have, you guys can't see it on screen, but like back there, I, I guess you can see the reflection on the bookshelf mm -hmm. back there, but I do have a Pixar styled lamp. My room, I have like a, a lamp that has a USB thing so I can plug Ooh. my phone in and oh, charge it. Oh, that's nice. I have a, a Wi-Fi light bulb in that too, so it can change colors and all that Ooh. stuff. I don't know. I'm 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 a simple man when it comes to <laughs> lamps. No, I got fancy lamps. So this one, <laughs> let me move my camera up a little bit because I don't know if it's ever high enough for you to see that. I've got this antique lamp that I've had hanging over my bed for the last couple years, <clears throat> and yeah, it's a it pendant. Like things that priest when they swing the like smoke thing. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah it's uh, a pendant lamp that hangs from the ceiling it is made out of this beautiful like amber colored glass that has this like crackly texture to it like it is not cracked mm -hmm. but it looks like it is cosmetically and it's really neat and it's just like old brass fixtures it hangs from the ceiling I got this from my next door neighbors like my elderly neighbors when they were finally like I think the husband had died and the wife was moving into a assisted living facility and they had like an estate sale and I went in, they just gave me this lamp for my years of good service as neighbor girl. I love it. It's a weird, heavy, beautiful old antique and it makes my whole room glow like amber because I'm a sucker for orange lighting. I have yeah. that. And then here on my desk, I have, oof, oh, it's, no, I'm not going to try and move it over there. That's going to be hard. <laughs> I have a touch lamp that used to be my grandma's and my grandma and grandpa's farm. This was the lamp on the bedside table in the guest room. So it's just this cute, simple, like, you know, gold base, uh, glass shade, like little panes of glass that have flowers printed mm -hmm. on them. And when you touch the metal, it's touch sensitive and it changes the lighting. So if you ever see the yeah. lighting just suddenly change on me, it's because I accidentally bumped into it. <laughs> and I have another lamp that's I, I told you, like, I care about lamps. I care about Scooby-Doo and lamps. <laughs> you, you, you seem like the kind of person who would be excited about going to a giant antique store. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I figured out my style is um, glam, nerd, Mrs. Grandparents. <laughs> Mrs. Grand Nerd Parents? Because a, a lot of my big statement pieces are things from my grandparents. Like this dresser's from them. This lamp. This beautiful like gold armchair I have in the corner of my room. My coffee table in the living room. Like a lot of it is their old stuff. And then I like very like pink, gold, floral, shiny things. And then it's just like uh, movie posters and little figurines and stuff, which is hard to figure out how to decorate with because nobody tells you how to do that. Nothing's like, here's how to decorate using your collectible figurines, your <laughs> 11 by 17 inch Comic-Con prints. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Huh. No, I, yeah, I, I like I, I'm, I'm more about the like, Wi-Fi light bulbs and different colors. It is cool. Stuff like that. More mood lighting. Like, I kind of want this stuff to be not noticeable. Mm-hmm. sense of just, like, I'm just going to have, like, a normal-looking lamp here. Just, you know, have the, like, 
rope lights line the corners and stuff like that. Um, they are cool. No, I like that you have, like, even if the lamps themselves are just utilitarian, I like what you're doing with these color changing bulbs. It's real fancy. I'd like to invest in some of those at some point. Yeah. I, I, so I, I bought some off Amazon just to try them out and I forget the brand. Mm. I, I, I it, it was like some kind of third party brand. Mm. Um, and I, I liked them. I stuck with it. And then I bought something else that was a different brand. And I realized the immediate, like, oh no, this is going to end up being a nightmare that each of these third party brands also come with their own app. You can control it. And I was like, if I keep buying all these different things then i'm gonna have like 16 apps to turn on that one turn off that one it's like i don't want that uh and so from that moment on i was like i'm good i'm gonna buy the like hellups the expensive Mm. ones because hellups is a brand that pretty much everyone knows when it comes yeah like lighting and home appliances and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh and i bought those ones and immediately i was like oh these are amazing like yeah. so much better so i was like i am sticking with these ones from now on slowly replacing my old ones so that's I nice i highly recommend i gotta do some light bulb research because my apartment has this uh, light fixture that hangs over where my dining room table is And it's the kind that just has like a half glass dome and then the light bulb sticks out the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. And it's got five of those. So there are five exposed lights. And I cannot find light bulbs dim enough to have all five of them on at the same time and have it not be obnoxious and glaring. Like this is the one light, like I know this thing is here because the apartment's like, uh, we've just applied you have one big flat light that you can use to light the entire apartment before you get your own lamps in. Like I get from a practical standpoint, why this is there. But after I'm all moved in and I've supplied my own personal lamps, quite a variety of lamps, this is obnoxious. I have the thing going with only two light bulbs screwed in right now. The other three sockets are empty and it's still too bright. Yeah. The good thing with the, Wi-Fi light bulbs is they do have just the regular white ones. You you don't need to get the colored ones, but those are also dimmable. So (sighs) you can set it to like 1% of that stuff. Maybe I'll do that. That's perfect because it's like the, you know, lamps, there's like a smaller size socket and then like a big like regular size one. I can't find regular sized light bulbs that are as dim as I need them to be. I need the softest, warmest light possible. Because the thing looks silly just having two light bulbs screwed in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I, I guess one potential downside with the Wi-Fi light bulbs is that they like the light switch that controls it always needs to stay on. Oh, because um, if you turn it off, then it disconnects it from the I- internet. Okay, um, so that's one kind of bad thing. So that that in that sense, it helps to have like an 
Amazon Echo or a Google thing just to be like, hey, can you know turn the lights off and that way. But if you get the Philips Hue light bulbs, they also sell these buttons. Ooh. It's just like a circular button. It looks like a bottle cap. Okay. And it's it's the button and comes with like a like a it, it looks like a light switch plate but it's magnetic mm-hmm. and this sticks in on the light switch plate program this button you hit the button take certain actions by uh-huh. my button turn off all of the lights <sighs> there and i turn it on again and they come back on Ooh. So you can just the, the button and like have that instead of a thing and it's detachable so we'll nice. take it with you here button you can oh so like i could install it like right next to the door so that as soon as i come in i can click that button instead of walking yeah. across the dining room to get to that switch yeah that's awesome yeah. Now, is Philips Hue the name for this entire collection or for only this color-changing one? For the entire collection. Okay, okay. Mistaken. This is good. Kyle, you've helped me tremendously in my search for high-quality light bulbs. High-quality, low-light light bulbs. They, they, they are more expensive. Like, when you mm-hmm. see the price, you might be like, ooh, like, that's a little steep. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it is the, like, you can control them, you can dim them, they're led light bulbs so they save on electricity yeah like i'll buy these light bulbs once long time i won't need to buy new ones for six years or like 10 (laughs) oh one of these days i right now i have the two uh lamps that are shining on behind the tv Mm -hmm. back there change the it's in the ceiling uh, and then maybe eventually redo the rope lights, but those ones are going to be real expensive to mm. switch. So, Ooh. Yeah. I feel like uh, this pandemic has aged us tremendously because now we just talk about lamps and building furniture and like organization and cleaning like i have become a, d- a domestic old woman and that's all i am it's the fact we're stuck in our homes and yeah. so we're hyper fixating on like i've been thinking about fixing that window for a long time <laughs> i'm stuck here anyways yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna fix that window you know and you just go do something and there's other parts of my life that are on like the absolute pause. I don't remember the last time I put on makeup. I think I, I put on makeup for episode 100. You did. Yes. <laughs> and I think for our Venture Brothers episode too. So I think like a month ago I put on makeup. And I don't know when I may ever do it again. Like I'm going to go into the bathroom and clean and organize everything. But like what am I putting it on my face for? So yeah. I'm scared that when I need to do it again I, I will have forgotten. <laughs> like not forgotten. But like... My technique's going to be so sloppy. I'm going to be real rusty about it. (laughs) You'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll remember how to be a face again. Yeah. 
There you go. Oh, here's something yeah. we can t- talk about real quick before we wrap up and do all of that stuff. There was an interview that came out with the creator of Gargoyles. Uh-huh. Um, and he was t- talking about just the fact that it's on Disney+. Plus, it's been one of the like driving factors for people to sign up. Oh, even though it's like not one that they advertise and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but people have been like binge watching that old cartoon gargoyles and stuff like that. And this caught my eye because they interview Greg. Greg Weissman, mm-hmm. the creator, uh, and he goes into detail about the like changes that happened in season three and why the show went downhill, and how O.J. Simpson helped helped kill the show. <sighs> and I was like, "That's a headline!" Like, I I I want to yeah. find out more on on that. And yeah, so uh, apparently. Third season was kind of taken out of his hands. Mentioned he wrote the first episode, but then it was like re-edited after him, and mm-hmm. he didn't produce it. Didn't like the rest of season three after that. But the two major things that helped kill it was the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> That was taking up like people were watching that instead. Uh, was that in like the same time slot? I don't know at what time of day a trial yeah. is aired. Well, it, it like they they had the like prime time spot, and uh, and and of course like small t- TV channels and stuff mm-hmm. often ran off of the like local stuff, which still mm-hmm. was like based on local news and things mm. like that. So when big news was happening, like that's what they would show or that's what like they would go watch the local news station instead. And and so yeah, like people wouldn't watch these a- episodes mm. of Gargoyles because they're watching the OJ Simpson trial. And then on top of that, the second thing he said was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Huh. It's like they, they finally came to the United States and they were a block buster hit. And so they used to be the prime number one cartoon. And then they got knocked down to the second spot. And then the OJ Simpson stuff <laughs> happened. So no one oh. was watching that anyway. Jeez. <laughs> God damn it. Like <laughs> I was luck. I was me and Jams are talking recently about how So I we know a lot of other podcasters who are big Power Rangers people. Sure. Like we know people who do Power Rangers and like other Sentai show podcasts. I have Power Ranger action right. figures on my yeah. bookshelf back there. I feel like I am so much less into Power Rangers than everybody else my age. Especially in these circles. No, just like, especially in the circles I run in. Like, I'm a big Pokemon person, and like, there's. But even then, like, not Pokemon, the video game or the card game, the cartoon only, purely the cartoon. 
like, there's a lot of overlap with Power Rangers. I know so many Power Rangers people, and I'm like, eh, I like it fine. I can't tell you very much about it. That the Mighty Morphin movie is pretty good. I do have a poster for the Mighty Morphin movie, like nice. a little 11 by 17 poster. But just because it looks cool, like it's just fun and nostalgic. <laughs> I, I, I have very little actual emotional attachment to Power Rangers. Yeah, I um, I mean, that was just the thing. Like I was a young mm-hmm. boy at the t- t- time. Mm-hmm. It was- action it was explosions it was giant mm-hmm. robots and fighting that's the things that I, that I liked you know what i did love bulk and skull like if that sh- i would be way more into power rangers if it had a lot more bulk and skull in it yeah i was also yeah. the person watching pokemon for were. team rocket so like i just always needed bumbling low-level villains <laughs> in fantastic outfits all the time and I wasn't provided enough of that as a child. Did I, did I tell you the Christmas story of the Power Rangers action figures and stuff that I got when I was a I kid? I don't know if you did. So it might even be the ones that I have on my yeah. my house back here. But yeah, so I was a big fan Power Rangers were mm-hmm. the big thing, and that was the hot new toy. That was the tu- that was the Turbo Man doll, you know that you had you had you had to get. Um, and my parents searched everywhere, and they couldn't find them. And they were like, "We really want to get Kyle the like Power Rangers action figures. We mm-hmm. want to get him the whole set, uh, you know, just so he can have them all, and we'll be done." We won't have to keep buying. Mm-hmm. And all the like local stores were sold out. Uh, but my my parents called their parents. They were like, "Hey, you guys are out in like Montana and Wyoming. Can you guys look out where you live?" My mom was calling all of her sisters, like, "Hey, can you find these where you guys are?" Out in Australia or like California what? or stuff like that. Yeah, my mom has a sister out in Australia. Um, I I can <laughs> just the concept of your parents trying to describe a Power Ranger to their parents is really entertaining <laughs> to me. Right? Yeah. Um, but so they like they they I think my mom's sister in Montana finally found a set. And mm-hmm. bought them and shipped them to my parents. And that's what I got for Christmas that year. And it was amazing. How old um, were you? I don't know. I want to say five, maybe okay. four, five. I have no idea. Um, these things look like they are in real good condition back there. So, well, the, so that's why I'm not sure if it was these <laughs> ones, because these ones haven't been out of the box. They're unopened. Mm. Uh, 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 ah. But um, the, the, the boxes have some wear and tear and, st- and stuff like that, but the, the actual action figures have stayed in the box. Um, But so I think it was like that day that the Power Rangers aired a new episode mm. in which everything gets blown up the megazord oh God. gets blown up all the you know they all dead die and then it's like 
new ones <laughs> and my parents who had just gotten me all, all of this stuff were like in tears just being like no now now we're gonna have to get the new ones <laughs> what do you so what I, do you mean charmander turns into another pokemon and I, then yeah. a third one we have to get another one <laughs> they just like they weren't used to like I, th I think this was like right at the age mm. where i was like i had g graduated from baby toys i was more yeah. into action figures and stuff like that um and and yeah like they they hadn't really gotten to that world yet where it's like basically every year there's a new hot toy that you have to get right <laughs> yeah if it's not power rangers it's t teenage mutant ninja turtles and now it's pokemon and now you know you, you know mm -hmm. there's just there's always a bigger fish yeah right? <laughs> so they just <laughs> My... had no no idea and it was just like no <laughs> <laughs> My three-year-old niece has recently gotten into My Little Pony. Okay. And I got to admit that I guess it's a perk of that show that all of the cast is, the majority of the cast is already there at the beginning and maybe they get different outfits, outfits. I'm, they don't, they're ponies. They don't wear clothes. Maybe they get like Jungle a hat action, or something. Batman. Arctic Freeze, <laughs> Batman. Twilight Sparkle uh, with hat for uh the the costume episode i don't know but like i guess that's a perk of my little pony is that like they don't change much they might add new ponies but the original ponies will look the same the entire time yeah. they will not morph they will not evolve yeah they don't turn super saiyan yeah, <laughs> rarity puts on different makeup that might be all you need Different color eyeshadow rarity toy. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, though. Mm. I, I, I still struggle to explain Power Rangers to my parents. Does like it that. come up often? I mean, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Hmm. This is Pokemon. This is what you do in Pokemon. They're just like, I don't understand. This is a <laughs> podcast. I don't understand a podcast. <laughs> I, when the Marvel Phase Four lineup was released last summer, you remember mm -hmm. this? I was trying to explain all of this to my mom, and I was telling her there's going to be a Black Widow movie, and she says, "Ah, an African American heroine." <laughs> and then I realized, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh. You don't know that is Natasha's alter ego. You've only heard her called Natasha. Natasha like, she's seen yeah. some of the movies. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, if you don't know the comics or the merchandise and everything around it, like, if you just sit down and watch it on TNT once, you're like, yes, Natasha. That's her superhero name also. Just just Natasha. Natasha Romanoff. No other name she goes by. So, I'm like... You got a point, Mom. I should have let you know. Like that is that is her supervillain, her her superhero name, uh, like the Spider Mom. Great stuff. <laughs> like nobody calls her that. You got a point. Okay, this yeah. is on me. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the um, Black Widow movie will make it out eventually. 
Yeah, I hope so. The concept of seeing that and No Time to Die in the same season, that's going to be good. Fun. Yeah. New Mutants finally got a new release date for the fifth time. Oh, my God. (laughs) August something, 28th or something. They're like Charlie Brown going for the football with that movie. It was done two years ago. It's been done! The movie was done two years ago. Oh my god. I feel so bad for all of them. Yeah. Oh well. Let's wrap things up. <laughs> yep, we're done. Let's wrap things up right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find more information out on our website, thewhatnots.com. Uh, if you like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us. You guys can get episodes early. You guys can get access to the live streams of the review show. You guys can get access to exclusive co- content like the aforementioned uh, Patreon exclusive reactor core trailer talk. I don't know what we're going to call mm-hmm. them, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. You can get access to all of that stuff on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the whatnots. Uh, and we would also like to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, for helping us out and keeping the mics thank on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps us up for housekeeping. Be on the lookout for Scoob. Yeah. We record that this next week. That should be up there as well. Well, 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 go subscribe the reactor core. Hopefully things up there very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, M- Melissa, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys can find us at the whatnots on Twitter. You guys want to stay up to date with our shenanigans. Stuff like that. This has been episode 96 of the Whatnots Captain Blog. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.